Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend, and welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be talking about how I made working out a priority when I have little kids at home. So I'm a mom of two. My boys are four and a half and two and a half. And prior to becoming a mom, health and fitness was always a priority to me. It's something that I included in my regular routine. And people always told me, wait until you have kids, you won't be able to do this, you won't be able to do that. And as some of that advice comes with the most well of intentions, some of it was right, some of it made me like headstrong of like figuring out like, no, I am going to keep this a priority in my life because really it is a part of my life that brings me so much joy, energy, and vibrancy. It's a part of, it's been a part of me since I can remember so yes, it was challenging at time and I'm at times and I'm going to share with you guys some tips of what worked for me during those challenging times. I'm also going to bring my bestie Lauren back on to talk about this topic, but I really wanted to go through and give like tactical, if you're in this season, when I was in this season, this is what helped for me. This could be what worked for you. And what I first want to just throw out there is, especially when you have little kids, you may find you get into a rhythm and routine and then your child reaches a new milestone or a new season for them happens and you've got to change it up again. So always just be in the forward thinking of adapting to what is best for you guys and knowing that it's normal for seasons to change and it's normal for something to work for a while and then it doesn't and to shift and work through that. It often was like we would get in a solid routine and then something would shift and I'd have to navigate a new routine that was best for us. And once we got into that routine, something would have to change a little bit. The next thing is, is I don't subscribe to telling women to get back into health and fitness at six weeks postpartum. I truly believe that easing back into your lifestyle, focusing on nourishing your mind and your body and your stress during this time and optimizing sleep will help you drop pounds faster than waking up at 5 a.m. to crush a workout when you're six weeks postpartum. So like if you're six weeks postpartum or you're in that range of like even, you know, just given birth to like six months postpartum, be know you're in a season intended to be nurturing of the baby, but also nurturing of you. So if you're not following a program, if you're not getting up and doing cardio, if you're not doing a 5 a.m. workout, Throw that expectation out the window because during this time, sleep will be more beneficial to your weight loss. Nourishing your body will be more beneficial to weight loss. 
movement that is slow and controlled and fluid and flowy will be more beneficial to your weight loss than a high intensity interval training. Okay. There is science backing that with what's going on with our hormone fluctuations. And yeah, you may see somebody else get back into workouts intensely right after having a baby at six weeks. And if that feels right for her, good for her. But if that does not feel right for you, I encourage you to really slow down. Like after my first, I got my six week, my six week checkup and I was like, I'm doing a program. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose this baby weight. And it really did not serve me well. It didn't add to the vibrancy of my life. It didn't nourish my body, but I thought it's just what I was supposed to do. With my second, I went in with it with a little bit more wisdom where I ease back into it with just expecting myself to work out, like weight train three days a week to gain some strength back because after two pregnancies, pretty much on bed rest, I knew I needed to make some strength gains back and then walking and then also just taking care of two kids on or two was a lot of workout in itself. So I truly do not encourage women to like jump back in and do crazy workouts right postpartum with everything that needs to heal for your stomach. Like it's just crazy to think that our bellies have stretched for literally 10 months, practically 10 months. Our belly has been stretching and growing a human and then expecting to just Oh, it needs, it's strong enough to go back to everyday workouts and activity and, and high intensity stuff. I, I'm not here for that. I'm not the coach that's going to tell you to do that. So, um, starting off with the, the different seasons of motherhood and how I made it work for us to do my workouts. Like I said, with my first, he was a newborn and newborn life was really just navigating like, trying to learn how to nurse and like sleep deprivation and trying to just go into motherhood knowing that this is just my sole focus for right now. Sometimes I would just count getting outside and getting some fresh air as my activity for the day. I wasn't focused on working out. I wasn't focused on getting back into it. Um, Like I said, with my son, My first son, I got my six-week clearance and I went balls to the walls with a kickboxing program. I I wouldn't suggest that, nor would I do that again. So I would just know during like from newborn stage up until three months, really just slow down, sleep, nourish your body, focus on proteins and fat and hydration, liquids, and getting in that nourishment. So if you are nursing, you're providing enough nourishment for what your body needs, what the baby needs through your milk supply. But then in the three to six month mark, this was when, you know, we were kind of getting into a routine. My son was waking like one, two, maybe three times in the night at that point, depending on his age. And what I found was when we would go through our morning, this was when he was happiest. My first son also suffered with silent reflux. He cried most of the day. It caused a lot of depression and anxiety for me because I just felt like I was doing a terrible job as a mom. But I did notice that there was a pocket of time in the morning 
after he ate, after he had been burped, that he really was happy and content with some independent play. So when my son was three to six-ish months old, I wasn't waking up early. I wasn't my setting up, setting my alarm to get up before him. What I did was I would wake up when he did. When I was feeding him, I would you know, be present and feed him. I'd burp him, spend a little time together. And then when he was ready to play on his own, whether that was laying on a play mat or being in a bouncer or going in the mamaru, or if he was a little bit bigger, going in the jumper, that is when I would start my workout. And I was sticking to workouts that were around 20 to 30 minutes long at the time. Then when he became six to nine months old, I started, um, because, you know, you can't really count on them sleeping through the night yet. So I wasn't necessarily waking up early quite then. If I did wake up before him, I would get some work things done because at this time I was also running my successful business. I was also um, home with him and the one like there taking care of him. We were also building our home. So I would wake, if I woke up in the morning before him, I would start to get a little bit of work done. And then he would wake up, play, and I would work out during his first nap of the day. I did try my very best to get him on like a, well, it's actually quite common to call. I was quite, with my first, I was quite obsessive with getting him sleep trained, but that's another story for a different day. And so when he was six to nine months old, I would work out during his first nap. It actually always kind of like worked out really good. So really from six months to 12 months is when I really put my workout during his first nap because we go about our morning and whatnot. And when I knew he was kind of getting tired for his first nap, I would make my pre-workout, put him in the stroller or we would do some outside time and I would sit my pre-workout while we were kind of like getting ready for that first nap moment. I'd put him down for his first nap and I would be ready to just like get my workout in. And then when he was 12 months old, when he turned a year, this was kind of when I was playing around with, do I want, because around this time is when he was kind of going down to one nap. And I like, I'm a morning workout person. So this was when I started playing around with doing a workout before he got up or having my husband get up with him while I was working out. And then I would work during his nap time. That routine stuck pretty tried and true through the, like when he was from ages one to two. Now I also became pregnant when my son was like 14 months old. So I had two kids under two and this is kind of what my routine and schedule would look like when I had two kids and was still wanting to prioritize myself as working out. So now when I had a newborn and an under two-year-old, it was just rest and survival mode. Like I said, I started to incorporate a little bit of weight training, but that really wasn't until my youngest was about like two and a half to three months old. I waited. I waited to heal and I just focused on some walks. I, he was born in July, so I focused on getting sunshine and vitamin D. I focused on just being playful with my <laughs> my 20 two month old at the time, like it was, it was activity taking care of both of them together. But when my youngest was three to six months old and my two year old was two, I started doing, um, morning workouts again and I would just let the baby wake me up. So when Jace would wake up, 
I would feed him, burp him, and then start getting in my movement until my two-year-old woke up, which he's an early bird too. So oftentimes, once again, this had to be very short workouts. Then when my second was about six to nine months old, he was actually sleeping through the night pretty well. So he would sleep through the night but wake up around 5, maybe even 4.30-ish to eat. And I would feed him and burp him, either put him back down or keep him up with me to do workout. And then I would just work out until my two-and-a-half-year-old woke up. I really did started utilizing when I had two kids. You know, a lot of times programs say do rest days on the weekends. For me, since my husband is home on the weekends and he's not rushing off to a commute to work, I would work out on the weekends. And so whether that was before the kids woke up or if I put the baby down for his first nap and then I told my husband like you and Bryce can go outside. I'm going to get my quick workout in. I worked out on weekends. So that was two days a week where I had help to do my workouts. And then also I would just try to either get up in the morning two days a week or do it during nap time two days out of the week. So I was really focusing on, you know, like a formal workout four days a week and then just movement on the other days. So maybe it was you know, taking the kids for a walk in the stroller, meeting up at the park and just, you know, not sitting on the bench the whole time while I'm at the park. Well, there's no no judgment if you do that because there's definitely great lesson to be learned when kids are playing by themselves at the park. But that's kind of just what the routine was for me was I was utilizing weekends and I encourage my ladies who work and are taking care of babies and all of that to utilize weekends as not you don't have to have your rest days scheduled for weekends just like for us and my family I like actually doing leftovers for dinner on Wednesday Thursday just because midweek it's like I don't feel like cooking but on weekends and beginning of the week my motivation to cook seems to be there so that's what works for us you don't have to follow anybody else's rules if I could give any wisdom to a mom that is trying to make health and fitness a commitment to her life is number one, knowing that like four days a week of a formal workout is plenty. Three days a week of a formal workout is plenty. And if you utilize your weekends, you know, you're really only trying to navigate one day a week. If you can take a walk on your lunch break, that's great. That's wonderful. Just because we've been told by society and by media that If we're not gasping for air, sweaty and drenched and dying at the end of our workout, it's not worth it. It's totally worth it to just incorporate movement into your day. And especially in the thick of motherhood, when you've got little kids, you do want to maybe focus more on those types of workouts that are nourishing to your body, that give you energy instead of deplete your energy, that make you feel fluid and vibrant and connected to the to your your feminine essence if you will right i know when i was struggling with my weight loss after my second baby and i really started to go inward on like what is my body craving it gave me the clear answer of doing bar style workouts and i would see this uh, this bar workout and i was like i know my body wants that it's strength it's fluid it's feminine it's 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 a workout it's good but it's it's gentle right it's not as like harsh the language with with that the trainer was saying was more soft and fun and flirty 
And that's not the type of workout I would necessarily gravitate to all the time. But when I went with that style of training, my body composition completely changed, completely changed. And I just want to encourage you too that it's okay for you to take this time and work ways into asking for help. And what I mean by that is for your spouse to help out, if you utilize a gym daycare, if you utilize a babysitter, if you utilize any other outside help to to get your workout in, like if you hire a babysitter, you're a stay-at-home mom, and you have a babysitter come twice a week so you can get errands done and then you also get a workout in, I'm so proud of you for that and that's advice that I wish I would have taken. I used to think that I had to like, always have the kids with me, be multitasking. Like I can work out when the kids are around and I can and it works and it's fine and I do that sometimes. But for me to really get the most out of my workout mentally, physically, and emotionally, I've got to be by myself. It's got to be my sacred space. And it's okay for you to say like, I need this to be my space because your significant other has those things. And it's okay for you to have those things too for yourself where you're not with the kids, right? And so that would be just my my wisdom to you, my experience of how I made it work to scheduling my workouts. Now my kids are two and a half and four and a half. It's getting easier. Um, I'm getting better at waking my husband up in the morning and saying, I'm doing a workout. Like these kids, like, can you help the kids get breakfast? I know eventually the kids will just grow up knowing that mom's in the workout room. And then also my kids are kind of on a predictable sleep schedule where I know my oldest is pretty much up at six. My youngest is kind of between six and 6.30. I've got early birds. <laughs> I've got early birds. And it won't be like that forever, you know? So if I wake up at 5, get my workout in, my kids go to bed at 7, they sleep through 7.30ish, and they sleep through the night, it's it's okay and adequate for me to wake up at 5 a.m. in this season. I wasn't doing that when they were newborns. I wasn't doing that when they were waking up for feedings in the middle of the night, right? So know your season. Know your season of life and what's going to work for you and your family. I hope you got some really great tips from this podcast episode. I love reminiscing on this. I love sharing wisdom with you. So if you have any questions like this, how do you how did you work out make time for working out when you had little kids at home or if you have any other questions that you would like to see made into a podcast episode, reach out to me on Instagram. But better yet, I would really love and appreciate if you guys did take the time to give a rating and review of the show. A lot of the reviews from the podcast are when I was talking about time management. They are from when it was the Intentional Productivity Podcast. And now we have shifted into the Feminine Fitness Podcast. You guys have been telling me that it's been so helpful to you and for others For other women to find this style of honoring their body, those reviews are so helpful. So if you could, how you find um, where to leave a review is the app that you are listening to on your phone. Scroll down and you'll be able to see, click on my show, make sure that you're on the Feminine Fitness Podcast page. Scroll down and you'll see stars and you'll also see a place where you can leave a review. That would be so helpful to me. I would really appreciate it a lot. I haven't asked you to do that 
for a long time and not since we have really taken the podcast in the direction of feminine fitness, but it would be a big help for women who are searching for health and fitness advice that's realistic for the way that our body is designed. It would be so helpful in them finding the podcast if you left a rating and review. So I appreciate you so much for taking the time to do that. I know every podcast asks you to do that, but it is truly beneficial for helping spread the message. So thank you so much. I'll let you get back to your day.